What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey there, this is Wink Martindale, and you're listening to TV Confidential. And Robert, you with a reminder that we will play highlights from our June 2015 conversation with Emmy Award-winning actress Lindsay Wagner later on in this hour. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we will play our remaining moments from our November 2012 conversation with Robert Colbert. Robert Colbert, star on Maverick, Time Tunnel, A Fever in the Blood, and other films and TV series. Before we went to break, Bob was about to tell us the circumstances that led Warner Brothers to release him from his contract with the studio in the early 60s. As we pick up the conversation... I owned a restaurant. I'd been talked into a friend of my wife's uh, was from Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and he was a restaurant guy, and he was married to a girl that my wife grew up with, and they came out here to California, and he wanted to open a restaurant. So he talked me into putting up the money to open a place in Beverly Hills just down the street from Romanoff's on Beverly Drive. Mm-hmm. And it was a big place, and it was a busy place. It could seat a few hundred people between the different factors. It had a bar and a restaurant, and it had a drive-in. It was a big corner there on Pico and Beverly Drive. And you couldn't get a seat in the place. And when you went in the, the bar, I had all these friends of mine in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. They'd come in and sing, and we had some of the best performers uh, right there on stage every night and uh, didn't cost a dime. They'd just come in to perform on their own. So they were about five deep at the bar, and you couldn't get a seat, and you couldn't get a parking place. And uh, I thought, gee, this is great. Well, the truth of the matter is I was doing Maverick at the time. I was putting in 14-hour days, so I didn't have a lot of time to go to the restaurant and see what was going on, and I didn't know what I was doing if I did. But what was happening was that the help would uh, steal, uh, you know, a case of mum champagne or a turkey or a ham or whatever they could get their hands on and smuggle out to the car. And, uh, boy, that cut into your bottom line, you know. You lose it a certainly curtain. does, yeah. <laughs> you lose 40 dinners or something. Yeah. And, and, you, and so, anyway, the place was just jammed and making money, and my father had passed away, and I'd gone to Oregon to uh, bury my father, and I came back, and we drove up to the restaurant and painted up on the eaves across the front were happy hour two drinks for 75 cents, and I went, oh, my gosh, how can you afford to sell drinks for, for <laughs> 37 cents a piece or something? And and uh, I go in the restaurant, and there's a marshal, and he's got a chain around his wrist, and it goes to my cash register, and he's standing there with his bag, and as the money would come in, 
He's standing there in full uniform, taking every dime that went in the cash register and putting it in his bag. And I thought, well, this is <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and so, at any rate, I managed to lose a ton of money yeah. in this deal. And I went to Warner's and I went to uh, Hugh Benson and Bill Orr and I said, listen, guys, I said, I know this is unusual, but I said, I owe so darn much money to all these liquor purveyors and meat guys and produce and the banks and everybody is done at me for money. I said, they're going to start guaranteeing my wages here and I'm going to be in trouble. I said, if you guys could release me from my contract and let me go out and try to settle with the my creditors at, at uh, 25 cents on the dollar or whatever I can negotiate before they take away my uh, my income here. I said, it would just mean the world to me. And they said, well, we'll get back to you on that. Well, son of a gun, they came back and said, you know, Bob, he said, I don't believe it, but Mr. Warner and everybody has agreed that it's okay. You go ahead and do what you have to do. We will release you. So they they released me from my contract, and uh, there was no fighting like Jim went through or any of the other people. Wade Preston had a terrible mm-hmm. fight with Warner's trying to get out of his contract. Clint and Walker, yeah, same thing. It went on and on and on, but hey, I had no problem. I didn't even really want to leave, and I had a beautiful home just a few blocks away. I could walk to work. And even though I had a couple of nice dressing rooms on the lot, I never saw them. I'd just ride my bicycle back and forth to my house. And uh, anyway, I go out. I, I had a limited amount of cash, but I went to all these different people, the bank, the purveyors, uh, and I paid them all off at uh, anywhere from $0.10 cents to $0.50 cents on the dollar, whatever I could negotiate. And... Uh, I was out of uh, my contract, but I was also out of debt. Mm-hmm. My partner uh, in the restaurant business, he took bankruptcy, but I paid off all the debt. And uh, I got away. I had my credit. I had I didn't have anybody taking my wages. And then I signed another deal with somebody and was uh, making more money than I did when I was in Warner. So it was an incredible experience of going into the studio and having all that fun. But getting out was was uh, on the kind uh, hearts of the people at Warner's who helped me. And I'll never forget that. So it was probably one of the greatest experiences uh, in my life is being over there and meeting all the people I did at that time. And, and uh, it was uh, all in all an experience that I wouldn't want to miss for anything. Well... It's been a great experience talking to you, Bob, tonight. I know we're, we are out of time. I hope we'll have a chance to chat again one of these nights on TV Confidential. Well, buddy, I wish you luck. I, thanks for thinking of me. And uh, all your fans out there uh, that are tuned in, uh, I send them a big hug and my love, and uh, thanks for being there. And please uh, stay on board. Don't uh, leave me now. Uh, remember me, I really appreciate it, and uh, I thank you, Ed, for the time to you gave me to spend with them and you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk 
at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.